Bueller, 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 Bueller. Wake up! Good morning! Terry Wilson, he's gonna throw! Conrad! Touchdown, Kentucky! Touchdown, Kentucky! Victory, Kentucky! Like, give your fans what they want, you dinguses. She probably smokes marijuana. Bad, bad girl. They Rubbish! There's buggers over here. Back outside. This is the point where he always hits it. Oh! Aaron Harrison beyond belief. We did it. We beat those British We bastards. beat the British. Suck it, Cornwallis. Ten kids. You're basically pregnant for 20 years. Pregnant or breastfeed. Just wild. Like, that sounds exhausting. Potheads. What an adorable... What an adorable bunch of people. Woodson from the gun. Play fake. Step it up. He's throwing deep down the near sideline. He's got Johnson. 20, 10, 5, touchdown, Kentucky. Jesus, Rash, get it together. Yeah, it's game day. Come on. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. Hello, everybody. Happy Wednesday to you. July 12th, 2023. You're listening to Kentucky Roll. Whoa, 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 replay. Keep it rolling. It's a party. It's a party. It's Kentucky Roll Call Game Day, baby. It's United States of America Game Day. USA. Today, we're all Kentucky Wildcats across this great country of ours. It's Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio, Wednesday edition of the show, July 12th, 2023. And yep, it's the middle of summer, but Kentucky plays basketball today, as you are probably well aware of. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen here in studio with you to start your hump day morning. Hope everybody's doing well. It's going to get toasty today, but it feels nice outside where things stand at the moment. Nick Roush, how are you? How was your Tuesday? Uh, saw you racing down that 25-mile-per-hour road again today. It really gets me worried for you, buddy. Be an expensive ticket. Uh, I'm doing well. I'm still, um, are we wearing USA jerseys? Are we wearing Kentucky basketball jerseys? I did a little thing that I like to call BOFA. Oh, yeah. You got the USA hat. Get to wear a Team USA hat with UK apparel. Kind of fun. Throwing a little red with the blue. Feels a little naughty. Yeah, I'm just so, I'm so confused because it does feel like every, like I, I just keep wanting to know more. About what's going to happen. I know Kentucky's going to play at one thirty, but there's not. I, I just don't have the usual bevy of information at my fingertips that I do for a normal basketball game, which I get. They're playing international teams in Canada. It's a little different, but I still like. Are we wearing UK jerseys. Is it, who's on the call? <laughs> like, can yeah, I listen good, to it on radio? It's a good question. Who's going to be on the CBS Sports Network call? Because I, I mean, is it going to be like you can listen Avery to it on Johnson? The ra- you can listen to it on the radio. Could it be Rothstein? Oh, I'd, I'd love some Rothstein-isms. Mm, wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. Yeah, it's a it's a surprise for a lot of people. Just like what to expect when they play Who's versus who they there? play. Right. Yeah, it's, uh, it's all going to be a big mystery. We do have news regarding UK's roster, at least, or at least some scuttlebutt. We'll have to talk about that as well. Scoot? US, USA's roster. Scoot, how are you? I'm good. I, I'm just going to need you to say USA roster, not UK roster. Okay, USA's roster. Because they shouldn't be playing. It's the, 
Okay. But no, I'm good. I, uh, I'm i a little tired. I stayed up a little later than I wanted to last night, of course, watching the baseball game. But I don't, I don't know how I stayed up so late because it was pretty boring, all things considered, which I expected going in. All-star games, you don't really get a lot of runs because you get new pitchers every inning. So, yeah, I should have went to bed a little bit earlier. So I'm a little tired this morning. And then I got here... Got here this morning about 6.15. I had to, re- had to redo some commercial breaks. Trevor was supposed to do it before he left, but he didn't. So mm. I uh, had to come in and, and bite that bull this morning. So I, I texted him, and I was like, thanks for uh, – he actually texted me about 6 o'clock and w- said was saying a couple things. And I was like, yeah, you're costing me like 30 minutes of sleep this morning. Thanks, Trevor. And he goes, well, since I cost you 30 minutes of sleep, I'll tell you a fun fact. He was like, today and Monday were the only two days of the year where there's not a Power 4 sport playing. Oh, my gosh. And I was like, yeah, Trevor, everybody freaking knows that. (laughs) Thanks. Appreciate you, pal. (laughs) That Trevor. He's a goof. Yeah, taking another one of his uh, multiple week-long vacations. (laughs) Dude just works too hard. He deserves a break every (laughs) now and then. By the way, Scooch, you're fine to take off next week if you want. Okay, cool. Is that next week? No, the week. No, after. two weeks. Yeah. yeah, two weeks. Must so, be must be nice though. To take off a Wednesday through Friday. I was I I took that right out of Roush's playbook actually. Well, we can get away. <laughs> yeah, we're going to uh, Wisconsin. I've never been to Wisconsin, Ooh, so I'm pretty what's, excited. What's happening in Wisconsin? Um, they just got an Airbnb couple or one of my buddies and his wife and their kids. The guy actually I go to the to the boat or to the lake with. On so his boat. Go, is it like a lake there? Are you gonna uh, berate there, the kids again? There is a lake next to the Airbnb, but I, to my knowledge, we're not bringing the boat. So. Hopefully we can just hang out on like the edge of the jump, lake. Jump off or, the dock. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Stuff like that. So, well, that'll be fun. Yeah, I'm real excited. People forget one time T Pain rhymed mansion with Wisconsin. <laughs> so something to think about Wisconsin. when you're when you're, when you're up there. Uh, you gonna you gonna eat some cheese? I guess I have to, right? You, you, you have you to. Is that a requirement? Yeah, and you've got to bring back some spotted cow scoots. Okay. If yeah, you, I can do yeah, that yeah, for yeah, sure. That, that's the stuff right there. I'll, I'll bring you a case back. TJ, yeah. you want a case too? Sure. All right. Fine by me. Um, Man, I'm gonna. Have I remember that song when I was in my head all day, TJ. Thank you. <laughs> Every gas station that we stopped in in Wisconsin just had like huge cheese displays. Did they really? Yeah, it was like nice. <laughs> really playing into the stereotypes, but I'm all about it. So that it was, just means that, that we need good. to have bourbon at our Kentucky gas stations, right? Uh, that's a good point. It's a good point. And basketballs, and horses. Yeah, take, I mean, take whatever one you ga- want. Gas up the horses. <laughs> exactly, exactly right. Open up here, Sea Biscuit. We want to. We want to hear from you on the Thornton's text line. The best way to start your Wednesday is at a Thornton's delicious donuts. A texter on the Thornton's text line yesterday said that the wide willies are even wider somehow. I didn't think that it was physically possible, but that's where that's where we're at with Thornton's. They just make such good everything: baked goods, breakfast sandwiches. Uh, they make delicious fresh fruit. Right, they craft it out of their own hands, and it's ready for you to eat every morning. And you can become a Refresher Rewards member and save five cents at the gallon each and every time. It's free to sign up. Download the Thornton's app. It tells you the gas prices in your area so you can save money and then save more money when you actually go to one of them. Punch in your number, boom, five cents off a gallon. Right then, right there. We love Thornton's. We love the Thornton's text line. Text on in, 502-414-1450. If the wide willies keep getting wider, is it feasible at some point they will become squares? Just big square donuts? It's, yeah, I, well, I guess. Well, they do have the square donuts with like the chocolate chips in them. Chocolate chips in them? Yeah. Like Excuse me? Chip. They have a chocolate chip. Yeah. 
at Thornton's. Donuts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They have a square donut with chocolate chips in them. Yeah, you you've been in the, sure. the bagel or the the biscuit game. Too much. What is happening? It's yeah, great. I need to switch over to the donut game. That's that the nice thing awesome. about Thornton's. You can go multiple times a week and get different things each and every time, and they all will be delicious. And some of it nutritious. Although, not all of it, admittedly. I'm also tired. Uh, I did not stay up for the meaningless baseball game that I also stupidly didn't even win my bet on because I just bet NL minus one and a half because it was the only thing that had good juice. Oh, it, was like, it was like plus 160. I was like, all right, I'll throw 20 bucks on that and try to get a nice little return on it. They win by freaking one. <laughs> what the hell? And then didn't the AL score like two runs in the ninth or something? Or the eighth? No, it was they had already had two been, runs. It was like two two in the sixth, I want to say. I must I must have been dreaming. I thought that like the two runs were not meaningless, obviously, when it was a three to three to two game. Every run is pretty meaningful. It was it was late in the night for me. I was I was bobbleheading on my recliner. Okay, so the NL scored their two runs in the eighth. That's what I was thinking. Okay. okay so Dang, so I, yeah, I stayed up till at least well, the eighth. Why couldn't you have scored three runs well, in the eighth? They the also had the home run taken away. That was the one play oh, I yeah. saw. That it was it was very close. Very close. There was only one angle. How can you take away a run in an all star game? I mean should be adding runs. Right. It's an all star <laughs> game. Just for poops Kids. and giggles. Hey, I also NL's first win since twenty twelve. Yeah, I did the thing where I fell asleep, woke up. Fell back asleep, sort of deal, and uh, the brief moment of the All Star game, I saw it, it was David Ortiz, A Rod, and Derek Jeter sitting down third baseline, like eating popcorn on the broadcast. It was like, ah, see, that's an All Star game I would watch. I know those guys. Other ones, eh, not not so much. Otani, he he didn't he didn't hit the ball though. Well. Did he strike anybody out? Do we know that? Uh, I don't think he was pitching. Yeah, I don't think I don't think he they didn't pitch him too. Yeah. I thought he had some blisters. He, he has a blister on his finger or something. Yeah. Oh, so he can he yeah, can he, bat but not pitch. Yeah, yeah. Not doesn't pitch. doesn't make a lot of sense. No, he didn't. He didn't pitch uh, from what I'm, from what I'm seeing. Uh, but you know, good good for the NL. Meaningless ever since they took away home field advantage in the All Star or in the World Series. They need to bring that back. They need to bring back the teams wearing their own jerseys. So, like, all the AL yeah, last night would have worn agree. their home jerseys and all the NL would have worn their away jerseys. They do wear the hat, but, yeah, they need to bring the jerseys back for sure. I agree. It just didn't look all that cool. I started the Detroiters last night and watched two episodes of that. That was hilarious. Really good show. I uh, Only two episodes in, I guess. I, I can only say so much about it. But if you're a Tim Robinson fan, definitely yep. need to get it going. Have you watched it? Um, no, I have not, I'm not a Paramount Pluser. I've, I've kind of drawn my line at the CBS and NBC streaming services. Okay. So like can't, can't, can't get me, even though I've heard like uh, the, the fan episodes of The Office are pretty fun on Peacock. Yeah, I think we've, we've got all of them, but mostly I think we just split them with different people. Right. I think we've got a few of Trevor's logins for a few things, so <laughs> I can't get mad at the guy too much. I uh, yesterday morning went back and watched the last 20 minutes of the season finale of season three of Stranger Things and started the episode first episode of season four again. Because I watched season four, the epi- that first episode, but I, I didn't watch any more after that. Gotcha. So I'm trying, to get, I'm trying to get caught up. Uh, you got time. I did. When's the? Oh wait, the next season doesn't come out till next year. Maybe I need to scrap this whole thing. 
Oh, so business first tweet right now just says Bofa in hot water with regulators over fake account junk fees. <laughs> Boy, am I dumb. Uh, all right, what else? What else? To, anything from yesterday? No, I don't think so. Don't think so. Roush, you were dressed all nice, but you didn't have anything to do. No, no. Kid got avocado all over me. Mm. Always <laughs> a good time. Yeah, that is always a good time. Um, well, that, was, yeah. that was our Tuesdays, everybody. Pretty boring, pretty boring stuff. But I, I've been waiting for today for admittedly an embarrassing long time. Really, ever since I learned that they were going to be playing basketball today, I was like, sweet, middle of summer, basketball, sports, something. And just more importantly, like this mysterious UK basketball team, we're going to get to actually see in action, get to see these all these freshmen that we've heard so much about for almost two years up to this point. DJ Wagner has been a Calipari... Him and Reed Shepard. We've been talking about those guys for, for four years. For a long time. Yeah. And finally, you're going to get to see them play, not in a Kentucky jersey, in a United States of America well, jersey. Is it? Pretty sure. Yes. Either way. I mean, last year, Baylor wore USA jerseys. If they're, if they're playing under the Team USA umbrella, they've got to wear Team USA jerseys. Oh, so Why you, wouldn't they roll them out, though? You can tell Spears there's no non-UK players on this team. I actually said that. I thought we had brought that up a couple weeks ago. I I'm, thought I remembered one of you saying that. I'm also so that looking forward to just seeing the players because I've talked about Justin Edwards a lot. Putting him in a lineup with Jordan Burks and Rob Dillingham, I'm like, I think I know which one he is. But, you know, like seeing names and numbers, I mean, we just don't. It's our first introduction. It's our getting to know phase. This is the getting to know you, the courtship, if you will. We swiped right. Uh, they swiped right. And now, get to see this team in action. Well, hopefully all this team in action. Aaron Bradshaw, not there. That's he, a good point. He, of course, had foot surgery. Um, and with the hopes of being back in time for the start of the season. And then, yesterday, uh, yesterday we learned that the other big guy on the team. Ticked me off a little bit that there's like a secret scrimmage that they didn't let anybody know anything about. At least as far as I was concerned. I didn't I mean I don't think nobody talked about it yesterday that like they're gonna be scrimmaging later today. Be on the lookout for some reports well, from that. I also so I may or may not have an acquaintance who somehow snuck in and was one of the only people in there. So shout out to my acquaintance for getting that out there. Because we I don't I don't think any he was like, Yeah, I don't think there was any other UK fans here. We just I wonder how, around, how how did your in. acquaintance get in? I don't I don't even know, but I think they ha- see. And I also saw some pictures, some other folks. I think I think they might have let some boosters in for the open part, oh. and then kicked everybody out and had a secret scrimmage against the African team. I think. And was so this the African team that they're going to be playing on Saturday? I believe so. So they were just like they just let's beat the hell out of them play. And then let's play meaningful on Saturday? I guess, yeah. Okay. I didn't know if it was the African team or a African team. Yeah, like, like this some... is like a our B team in case like the A A group gets hurt. So you're telling me Emmanuel Okorafor took a big fat L against the United States Kentucky Wildcats. Well, I mean water's so wet, right? <laughs> is the Pope still Catholic? <laughs> 
Man, I, you know, I want Kentucky, when they play Team Africa, to treat a core of four like Scottie Pippen and Michael Jordan uh, treated Tony Kukoc in the 1992 Olympics. It's like, oh, you think you're good, buddy? You ain't scoring a point. We can worry about that one on Saturday. They're playing Germany today, which, like, trying to figure out which. I, I thought Africa may be the most talented team that UK was going to go against. I but if so UK too. is just pounding them by 20, I'm not sure what that's going to mean. Germany, who they play today, has two D1 players. Yep. One was a nice player for Butler who transferred to Cincinnati, has not played for Cincinnati yet. His last year with Butler last year. This will be his first year with Cincinnati. This year, he'll be C.J. Frederick's teammate. He's a good player. I think he averaged around like 11 points in the Big East. That's certainly... Yeah, shot 37% from three. Yeah, that's impressive. Six impre- foot six wing. Like That's that's a that's impressive. player. Justin yeah. Edwards, get him. Maduthiero, get him. Uh, and then they've got another guy that plays at Cal Irvine, so he probably isn't all He's that great. He's a big uh, center, six foot eleven. Guy. And then everybody else for them plays in like the Germany Bundesliga One or whatever they call the basketball league over there. But the top division in German basketball, so they're professionals, if you will. They're younger professionals, but they're professionals. That's pretty good, DJ. I'm proud. Uh, Bundesliga. Bundesliga. I just mean my opa. <laughs> They'll play, so they'll play them today, but as Roush was mentioning, they did a scrimmage against Africa. Supposedly the scrimmage went well. Uh, we did get some commentary from Tom Leach in the Goose. I'm going to tell you about that here momentarily, but it's UK playing basketball, Roush, which means somebody gets hurt. Yeah. Suck it, CNN us. This just goes back to Mark Ennis, unfortunately. Yep, yep, Old really Mingus. He, what year was that? Was that 2012? Yeah. Oh, weird! They haven't had any bad injury. Luck I was like, yet. well, you can, you know, Kentucky's been dominant under the Calipari era in his first three years, but it's hard to talk about how lucky they've been with injuries. And then ever since then, it's been quite literally every year, with the exception of maybe one, where there's been an injury. Now this one hopefully isn't too severe. Wheeler, yeah, you the, got a um, Kingsley Onyenzo. He rolled his ankle, mm-hmm. had to be helped off the court in the scrimmage. Uh, you've got some insiders that are saying he's going to be fine. Yeah, I mean, it basically the the word that Jack got was didn't look too bad, but like it's an ankle roll. You don't. It's hard to know, right? Like, I mean, you know right away if it's really bad, but like in the intermediate. It didn't look – it was okay. It looked fine enough to where, like, okay, maybe he'll play this week. Maybe he won't play today. And then the next day, like, it's just – you rolled an ankle before. Sometimes it's a walk it off, and sometimes it's a – Like a week like a week later, with. there's still, like, a random sharp pain to it. Yeah. Two weeks later, there's still a random sharp pain to it. Yeah, and if it's a high ankle sprain, it could be four weeks where you're, you're not feeling well. Uh, based on what people are saying, it doesn't seem – all that bad. But that being said, if you're UK basketball, you may be saying, listen, Aaron Bradshaw's out for a while. He went under the knife, had surgery. The idea is that he's going to be good to go when the season rolls around, or at least close to when the season rolls around. You could have them saying, it's July. We're already down one big. You gonna just sit on the bench and be a good teammate for the next five days. We're not gonna we're not gonna risk anything. We're not gonna force you out there on an ankle that's not a hundred percent. It's just not worth it. This I, I I'm so conflicted on this Roush. I go back and forth so much about like I, I will have these takes that I think like when I was laying down in bed last night, I was like our radio show is gonna be here in twelve hours not twelve hours, but like nine hours. 
Um, what are we going to talk about? Going through show topics and stuff like that. One take I had was, in some sense, these games are completely and utterly meaningless. Yep. And I think that's true. Like, if UK were to go 4-0 in this event, it I mean, it, it quite literally means nothing for the regular season and all the goals they have starting in November. If they go 0-4, the exact same thing applies. This is only going to allow us to formulate opinions on how we think the meaningful games are going to unfold Ooh. and our expectations and what you know where we're going to kind of set the bar for this team. That's what this week does. But, but it's meaningless. Sadly, though, one of the players that I... Like one, Everybody. I mean, Ugano was probably the most like, all right, is he actually going to be good or is he going to be bad? Like that, that That's the guy of all the people I wanted to see. He's probably number one. I mean, everything has been made about all these star freshmen, but I agree with you. Like when Oscar said he wasn't going to come back, it was the Ugano show for the most part. And we want to see how far along he's come in, what, four months, five months? And then in what we've heard so far, um, we had Ron Lemon saying that, you know, the manager was owning him. Um, and in nicer terms, that he hasn't taken the next step. And Ugana's a guy, like, we know he brings shot blocking ability, but how aggressive and how assertive is he? Mm-hmm. How fit? Because, like, is, that, is he going to get pushed around? Right. Like, that, that's just part of. If you're going to be the six foot eleven guy, you have to impose your six foot eleven size in the front court. Was he going to be able to do that? Doing that against older players, I know much much has been made about like these guys are professional. It's like, well, they are twenty three year olds, like they're young professionals. They played four years of professional basketball, and it's also European professional basketball. It's not like college basketball is more physical than European basketball. I don't know if I agree with that. I was. Um, I think European basketball is really physical. I was with uh, and they a guy call, and they don't call it all. Who uh, now? Granted, this is this is uh, one person I talked to in Charleston, who former Dayton basketball player who played overseas, and he was very annoyed because he was the big guy. So like, yeah, everybody over there is just six foot nine and wants to shoot threes. You know, like oh, okay. you know, one of those things. Like you could be seven foot, and they'll just be like, oh, you you can dribble a little. We'll we'll play at three. Um, but that was, you know, obviously one biased conversation from one guy. But nevertheless, I want to see Uganda, and I think there's a lot riding on Uganda. And to take this, if this opportunity gets taken away from him, it would be a huge bummer. Now, can Kentucky survive without him for these three or four games? Sure. Trey Mitchell, um, thank God he's around, right? Because he at least has some size and some length inside. You can play small with Ed- mm-hmm. Edwards and Adutiero can provide some rebounding. Um, but it does just, it would be a, a significant bummer because part of what you're trying to figure out down there is how, how well do these guys play together in certain rotations? Like you, you just want to use a bunch of different combinations, throw it against the wall, see what sticks. This is a significant piece that you would be without in, in that combination. Well said. Scoots, you going to be mad if he doesn't suit up for USA this week? <laughs> Uh, I won't be mad. I mean, I'm I'm kind of with Roush. It'd just be a little disappointing because he is one of those guys that uh, me personally, I'm interested in seeing because I don't, I just don't know why all the hype is there with him. And I discussed that a few weeks ago. So yeah, I was interested to see how he played, especially is it the German team that's so big? They, the Bundesliga. They, no, it's Africa. I think. Okay, Africa's the big team. Gotcha. Yeah, especially versus that team, I w- I would have loved to seen how he goes up 
well, inside they, against well, them. They, they played against them yesterday, supposedly. Yeah. And he, he got injured, but UK did supposedly beat them by 20 in a scrimmage, and it could have been worse, supposedly. That's the downside of not having the gun. If you want to look at a glass half full sort of deal, rebounding was already going to be a concern for this team. Now in this four games or three games, maybe a fourth, hopefully a fourth. There is a bronze game, right? They haven't yeah, talked yeah. about the bronze game. Right. There's like a the possibility game. of like them. So these are the only four teams there. I'm so confused by So Global they're playing Jam. four games total. Four games Either total. Way. Yeah, but they only have advertised three and then the gold medal game. Yeah. Which, but, you know, I like the attitude. We're yeah. Americans, <laughs> damn it. <laughs> if, we, if we're in the bronze medal game, I say we just don't even show up and just leave. Head on home, but we won't the, be. The bronze medal game would be 130 on Sunday. Sunday. And I think eight is the championship. Correct. Probably have the women's sandwiched in between there. UVL women representing the United States out there Which, this why? week. Interesting what, thing about that. Where, where, where people... Like, what, well, I'm not seeing anything about that. You're, you're, not, still, seeing, you're not seeing a darn thing about Are they about still it. bitching and moaning about Haley Van Lith? Yeah. yeah they're, I they're, mean, they're big mad about also, that. Also, why aren't they sending Louisville TV people up there? You get UofL women's basketball and Kentucky men's basketball in July? Yeah, I, I didn't get it either. I we, would have every sports, every sports department in town should be up there. And also, here's another thing. UofL women just sat flat out said, like, we will be streaming the games on our Twitter feed. Every game you'll be able to watch come to our Twitter feed. For tomorrow night, why wouldn't UK be like, Twitter feed? Tape delay, but also Twitter feed live if you need to do that. Yeah, what? Know. Like, what is going on here? I don't understand that. Uh, but they're they're up there. The glass half full side thing of the Uganda injury, and we have no idea if he's going to play today, not play today, play this week, not play this week. We've got no clue the severity of his injury. Glass half full, hey, Trey Mitchell, step up. You're going to have to be the the big guy. You're going to have to be the guy that's going to be pushing around, getting pushed around. Justin Edwards, you've been kind of mentioned at playing the four. Play the four. Be the big guy. Be ready for it. Uh, you, you also could have a situation where a dude, the arrow, who looks taller than Justin Edwards, you may have to play like a little small ball five in stretches if Trey Mitchell has to come out of the game. Kentucky's going to be able to run and in ways that Calipari teams have never, ever been able to run before, they're just going to be smaller if is not going to be able to play. So I'll be really uh, anxious to see, one, if he's going to be out there. I'm assuming he probably will not, but that's just a total and complete guess, at least not today. Maybe you'll see him Saturday or something. Yeah, Maybe yeah. you'll see him tomorrow night. Let's hope it's not too severe, Wheeler. Uh, that's what we're all hoping for. Uh, but this is going to give Kentucky an opportunity to do some things differently and then – what if it looks like really, really good playing small? Obviously, you're not going to not play Bradshaw. He's Some people have been projected to be one of the top picks in the NBA draft. Obviously, you got a Kingsley on Enzo is going to play too when he's healthy. But if they go out without you gonna and they look really, really good just playing fast, yeah, they give up stuff inside. And yeah, they have trouble rebounding from here to there. But when they take off, teams just can't keep up with them offensively. That's going to give us something. That's going to be something we're going to throw a feather in our cap. We're going to put in until the the season rolls around in November. So if you want to look at it from a glass half full perspective, I do think there's an angle there. That being said, I ultimately agree with Roush's first little rant on this whole thing. This is the guy we've been wanting to see. This is the guy we want to see what kind of leap we've met, he's made. We've seen the gym pictures, Roush. Those are all great. He's added a lot of muscle. He's bulked up a little bit. That's all fun. But we want to see if this dude can be a five that can help lead a team to a Final Four or a national championship. And we were excited to see that. And now it may be taken away from us 
Not the end of the world, not a huge deal. His health for the season is much more important than four virtually meaningless games, but I'd rather have seen him than than what may be the alternative and him sitting out. So some people have seen this UK team play, whether in practices or yesterday's super secret scrimmage. We're going to tell you what they said about the Cats when we return here on Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Gale. Okay. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call. Let's go over some of the symptoms of marijuana use, shall we? You tell me who this sounds like. Slow-moving, inattentive, dull, constantly snacking, shows a lack of motivation. Welcome back to Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. Radio. 96.1 FM, 14.50 AM, replay of the show, 9 to 11 on Big X Sports Radio, and you can catch the Kentucky Roll Call podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Join us on our Twitter community page. Just search for Kentucky Roll Call or the Facebook group, Kentucky Roll Call, both of them, because it's the name of our show. Nothing too creative there. Shady Rays gets creative, though, with their polarized sunglasses. They have different brands for each and every occasion. Highly recommend just going and checking out their website, it's a really well-done re- website, first and foremost. First, they just kind of split it. Shop men's sunglasses. Shop women's sunglasses. And then uh, they've got all this other fun stuff going on. They've got kids. They've got prescription. I've got some blue light glasses that I use when I'm in the office. Uh, and then this seems like a long way away. But snow goggles, too. If you're uh, if you're a snowboarder or a skier, when we went on our ski trip yesterday, or last year, and, and or last year, it was in February, I got my snow goggles from Shady Rays, and I was very, very happy with the product. Everything I've gotten from Shady Rays, I've been over the moon excited about, and I've probably gotten over 15 pairs of sunglasses, all things considered. Uh, If you need sunglasses for driving, fishing, golf, they've got premium sunglasses, running, biking, hiking. They've got it all at ShadyRays.com, and you'll save money on your order when you use promo code BIGX at checkout. We love Shady Rays. Started right here in Kentucky. Uh, they've got a lot of other great deals going on as well. I got an email yesterday. It was mystery pairs for 15 20 bucks, whatever it was. Uh, always fun when they're doing it. Ooh, they got some Aviator crossovers, a new launch. Nice. Those look sharp. Dope. Be rocking out in those bad boys. ShadyRays.com, promo code Big X at checkout. So we didn't get to see the scrimmage against the African team yesterday where you got a Kingsley on Enzo got hurt. We haven't gotten to see any of these practices, but Roush, the folks at the UK Sports Network have. They I mean, they got to do their homework, right? They yeah, can't go into a yeah, broadcast all willy-billy, not having any clue what's going on. So the Goose and Tom Leach shared their analysis on what they've seen from the Cats up to this point. Here's what they had to say. Wildcats are getting ready to play their first game here in Canada, first of four. And uh, Goose, you've seen several practices. Yes. They had a scrimmage on uh, Tuesday. What are some qualities that stand out about this group? Well, the first thing I think about, Tom, is the quickness of, of the guys in the backcourt. I don't know that we've seen this in a pretty good while, really, yeah. when it, you talk about two guards who can get the ball from one end of the floor to the other, 
Um, I mean, in no time flat. Reminds me a little bit of the 17 group of Fox, Fox and, and, and those guys. Yes, they, they get the ball and they go, which is fun. The real problem, Tom, is going to be rebounding the basketball. I mean, you have to get it in order to run. <laughs> so that's going to be the big question. I thought in the scrimmage, maybe the best rebounder, the guy that really went after the ball the best, was a dude. A dude. Uh, and, and, you know, he understands what he needs to do to get minutes. Yeah. And Coach Cow has said enough that the guy who goes and rebounds the basketball is going to be the guy who gets minutes. And uh, I know one thing about a dude. He wants to be on the floor, so that's a good way for him to do it. We really don't know a lot about the, the competition. The uh, team from Germany that they will open with has two players that uh, play U.S. college basketball. One's going to be in Cincinnati this season with C.J. Frederick, and the other plays at Cal Irvine. And most of the rest of their players play in the highest level of professional basketball in Germany. How that translates to what the Cats will put on the floor, we'll just have to wait and see. I think it's safe to say that we won't see 50 and 60 point wins like we saw last summer. That is for sure, and that's a good thing. I think I nothing wrong at all with this team coming in, maybe struggling a little bit against these veteran players who have professional experience. Some of these guys, so I don't think there's anything wrong with that at all. The thing that is really going to be important when you play against guys who are, if nothing else, as smart and savvy as these guys are, you can't turn the ball over. So hopefully Kentucky won't do that. The late addition of Trey Mitchell and then getting Antonio Reeves back, you watch them play. Those two guys just look much more comfortable than everybody else. Yeah, you can tell. You can tell that they have experience and um, they're going to be called on to use that and help teach some of these younger guys. There you go. That's Tom Leach and Jack Goose Givens giving us a breakdown of what they've seen up to this point. A lot of interesting stuff. Uh, it did it did kind of spark my, like, what if they wouldn't have got Trey Mitchell and then Uganda does get hurt? What, what would they do? Probably give up a lot of points inside. And but yeah. I, I love the just how fast this team's playing, according to these two. That's fun. Uh, Jack couldn't really think of a team that he could – related to or how far back he'd have to go leach brought up the monk fox team which should get everybody excited that was one of the most fun teams to watch in, in the calipari era at uk so any comparison to that's going to be a lot of fun couldn't help but notice roush they both talked about rebounding and how that could be an issue for uk my initial thought was like oh oscar just we talked about that, too, when he was deciding whether or not he was coming. This freshman team probably going to throw up a lot of misses from deep, from outside, as they kind of figure out the the college game. It would be nice to have the best rebounder in U.K. basketball history and maybe in the history of college basketball be able to go clean up the glass for them. Yeah, that'd be nice. And they do bring up a good point that, like, if you want to play fast and you want to run and you want to use your speed to your advantage, you got to get the ball first to be able to initiate the fast break, to be able to initiate transition. And that would be another area, not just from the offensive glass, but from the defensive glass where Oscar could have helped. But then again, if you have Oscar, you're also probably not playing as fast maybe as this team would like to play. Uh, But rebounding is probably going to be something that's going to be an issue, not just over this course of the next four games, but for the duration of the entire season. Uh, But I do love the idea of them playing fast, and I love the idea of a dude impressive See, that, that was the part that really seems like a kind of like a little jackknife he can do it all like because i what they said is kind of what you i don't want to say expected but hope for like when you when you think about the build of this team it's kind of what they have to be mm-hmm. with some of these these guards but 
losing Oscar Sheboy, there's just going to be a void in that rebounding faction. And Aduthiero has the tools to do it. But like that, it's easier said than done, right? Like a lot of rebounding is just want to drive. And it's just I, I don't you expect it, but like there, there's one thing to say it and another thing to actually go out and do it. So it's a good thing that a do is going out there and a doing it. <laughs> right? I mean It is, no, it, it I, is. I, I, I know I know it's it's it sounds very um I don't know, stupid. But like, like, to, like, it's not the most like highbrow uh, analysis. But like, you need a guy like a Duthiero to do all of the little things that kind of set him apart. And a big part of that is being a long, lengthy rebounder from the three position. Yeah, and maybe potentially even the, the four, four position. Right, yeah, right. Uh, and UK and Cal, they don't really post up their fours very, very, very rarely in some seasons. Not, not at all. So. For Justin, if you want to see a small ball with Justin Edwards playing, playing the four, or more likely a Duthiero potentially playing the four, a lot of it's just going to come down to how they can defend, and as those two just mentioned, how they how they rebound, and if they can do both those things, then it really will give you that secret ticket to play really, really fast, a little bit smaller. Uh, and still be able to probably get away with it with a solid defensive effort, solid rebounding, but then just light speed on on offense. And four or five potentially different guys that can spread the floor, knock down outside shots, or take their guy off the dribble. It's gonna be it's gonna be fun to watch. And we get to do it at 1.30 today, CBS mm-hmm. Sports Network. You also can hear those guys on the call. I imagine 840's playing it, I would think. Um- I've I've heard the advertisements for it, okay, so I would assume okay. that that's that's the case. I don't think they'd kick them off to another station or anything like that. So uh, it's going to feel like a real basketball game day, despite it not being. Again, these games, I think. Also, being the on end CBS of the day, Sports Network, that's just going to be weird. Yeah, you I don't know? really like CBS Sports Network. It's okay. Would you rather have CBS Sports Network than nothing? Well, obviously, of course, exactly. That's a, but I'd Sorry. rather have ESPN three. Beggars can't be choosers, pal. No, no, no. I, no. I, I would take CBS Sports Network over watch ESPN. I wouldn't. ESPN Plus. The ESPN app. Don't trust it. Never done me wrong. I got the I, the YouTube TV won't fail me now. How do we feel about Aaron Bradshaw not having a picture in his UK on the UK <laughs> roster page? Um, I, do they? It's just a UK logo. Do they do Team Picture Day when he wasn't in Lexington? Well, I I don't see a team picture for what it's worth. I just have all the individual pictures of everybody so where except would they for take him. The and there's no picture for John Welch or Chuck Martin, which kind of makes sense. Guess maybe I don't know. It's a good question. Do they do the pictures in Canada? You need a passport to get your picture taken in a UK uniform. Yeah, yeah, maybe so. A little odd. I'm very um. I'm 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 also anxious to see what the crowd is going to be like because unlike the Bahamas trip. Mm-hmm. This one feels much more obtainable for the average UK fan. I mean, Big Butcher just packed up his car and he's just driving, right? Like, if you have a passport, you can you can go. Toronto isn't that you know? Yeah, yeah. I, I think I drove further to Charleston this weekend than I than you will to get to Toronto. So I, I'm curious what the the crowds will be like up there. I think I, I think they'll be pretty solid. I have no idea what to expect from crowds, and like, nor it's a 10 hour drive, which is. Not a short drive, but it's also incredibly doable. You, yeah, you, when people you go do to, it to Florida. And when you go to a beach, right? you're doing something pretty similar. You're just going a different way when you do it this go-around. 
I have no idea. I mean, normally with these stuff, like stuff in the Bahamas and stuff like that, and the Bahamas, uh, this this whole thing is, you know, you bring that up, this whole thing is kind of different. Like the Bahamas has almost like a party atmosphere to it. Right, it's like, right. all right, UK fans, You're let your hair down. vacation with a side of Kentucky basketball. Well, let's have some fun. And like, let's go to the open practices and you may see the players out by the pool. Come hang out with them. I don't know if it's like the USA angle to this, that maybe UK is taking this slightly more seriously than a Bahamas trip. Maybe it's because you're not playing the bellhops at the nearby hotel in the games and you're actually playing like professional basketball players. I don't know, but they're they're taking a different approach from it. And then when they play in the Bahamas, like two days before, three days before, and certainly the day before the games, you'll get tons tons of UK fans down here. Here's a picture of all the Cats fans in the auditorium before the practice or something like that. You're not getting that this, this go-around. But I do think there should be a pretty good following of UK fans. I can't imagine this gym is going to be huge, and I don't think it's unrealistic to think that at least like a 1,000 UK fans made the trip up there, you know, potentially around that number, maybe 2,000. Yeah, so. and, and this is like they're also playing an arena, not a ballroom. That's a great that's <laughs> you know, good point I mean, too. Yeah. Uh, so like there, it is going to feel much more like big time basketball, even though it might not have the the same sort of crowd or you know just different setting sort of deal. Kind of like going back to Windsor back in. Uh, oh yeah. Is that what twelve years ago? That was the night team. Yeah. That was 2010, 2011. So it would have been two thousand ten. That would have been 13, 13 years, years ago. ago. Woo! That's a long time ago. <laughs> Daniel Hagar of KSR, he said the lineup yesterday, the starting lineup in the scrimmage, was DJ Wagner, Antonio Reeves, Justin Edwards, Aduthi Arrow, and Trey Mitchell. So, uh, Ugano d- wouldn't even start in that situation? So here's it's a little thing. interesting. Here's the thing. I But he got hurt in the game? Some of... Some of Daniel's uh, scoop, I I like that he's trying to get in the scoops game, but I I trust his scoop on this one. Let's just say that. Uh, So, which I I find interesting, and it also, uh, Sean Smith reinforced, like, the picture of them in their practice jerseys. That's who the five were in blue, were the ones that he mentioned. Okay. So... uh, Interesting Cal that Uganda also interesting Uganda wouldn't be starting even before the injury, right. which I don't know what you make of that. That's what I mean. Like, yeah. I'm very. Yeah. Good point. I'm very. <laughs> so just like the one picture that whoever posted at the practice, it does just like it could be nothing based on that picture. Like it could just be like, yeah, I just needed to walk it off, but I needed a little help to like get there. I'm fine. I'm good. Or it could be like his whole leg had to be amputated. <laughs> like you don't know just based on the one little picture. If you're getting helped off, it's usually not necessarily a good thing. But it could just be he's a huge dude, you know, just like yeah. I, I need a little physical help just getting there. Okay, got my body underneath me. I'm 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 fine. Exactly what we talked about in the first segment with these ankle injuries. You you never really really know. But interesting all the same that he wouldn't have been the starter off off the jump. That being said, I do like that starting lineup. Like I think, and then you get Dillingham coming off the bench. I, I think that that could be. I think that you get Reed Shepard coming off the bench. I think that could be a really nice lineup for for UK. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's also one of those things too where I'm not going to make a grand indictment on. I mean, it's the starting five in a exhibition tour, right? Like that. I've never been big on. It's true. Starting, you know, it's, I agree it's with not, you there. Not how you start, oh it's gosh. how you finish. Like, and especially, I mean. Uh, I mean, Reeves was kind of like this to an extent last year. Some guys are better off the bench. I know I, there was a point in my career where, like, I I was uncomfortable. I was much more comfortable 
It felt like there was a stress on my shoulders starting versus coming off the bench. So you just, when you're a bench guy, it's just like, all right, let, let the game get cooking for a minute or two. Then you come in and you and you can just go balls to the wall, right? Like there's like a, I think there can be a mental side of it for specific players. That's why as a fan, I'm never going to get too worked up over who's starting, who's not starting. Um, unless they're just getting their teeth kicked in every game in the first four minutes and then playing from behind. That, that's the one exception. Agree with you a hundred percent. Starting like starting lineup, I don't, I don't. I would rather you start the best players. I, I have preferences with starting lineups. There was times last year I didn't always love the starting lineup, but it really does not mean a a great deal in the grand scheme of things. Uh, and just to see the freak out when Matt Jones tweeted out the starting lineup was Wagner, Reeves, Thierro, Mitchell, and Anenzo. Where you didn't, where you wouldn't have had Edwards starting. Yeah, there's just like minor freak out of like cows back to it again. Oh my gosh, these people that are gonna bitch and moan the most about this summer basketball, note them. They're telling on themselves. They're just haters and they're losers. There's no other way around it. Uh, of which, unfortunately, there seem to be too many. But like the first, just find the UK fans that when the first little ounce of like adversity hits. They whine, they cry, and they start stomping their feet. I wish we could just exile that group of the fan base. Do a little Napoleon. Give them the old exile treatment. Get them on out of here. Is he, I'm try, I've been trying to think of the name of the island. It begins with an E, right? Elma? Easter? No. What if they did send him to Easter Island? And then he discovered all those heads. <laughs> or is that Christmas Island? No, One that of is, the holidays. It is Easter Island. Um, gosh, where did he get? Um, St. Helena. Really? Located 1,200 miles from the nearest landmass off the west coast of Africa, St. Helena was the ideal choice for Napoleon's Elba. exile. Elba was what I was looking for. Yeah. I just think it's a, a new, uh, that, that was the name back in the day was Elba. And now it's St. Helena? Yes. What did he do? Or either or. Oh, you know, he just tried to take over the world. Well, no, like what he do when he was at Elba or St. Helena? That I don't know. Uh, and why wouldn't they have just killed him? But, I mean, he died five, six years later. He's only 51. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, six years. Most well, I, look forward, I look forward to the Napoleon movie. Learn a little bit more about him. Now I need a I don't think he's necessarily podcast. like a good figure, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. He killed a lot of people. A lot of people. A lot of devastation. He's, he's like Pinky and the Brain. He tried to take over the world. And I think... Pinky and the Brain. Scooch was taller Pinky than him. Pinky and the Brain. I'm not very. I'm not taller than very many people, so that's cool. Are you taller than five six? Uh, no, Damn. actually, I, uh, I, uh, me and a coworker yesterday were discussing height for some reason because she, I guess, went to the doctor and the doctor told her she was five two. She was always under the impression she was five three, and so I was like, yeah, I'm five five and three quarters, but I'm pretty sure my license says five six. Whip out my license, says five five. Oh, How embarrassing. That is embarrassing. Did you all do the back-to-back thing to see? <laughs> no, I've, I've got her by a couple. That's all, like, back when you were in the, uh, Roush, when we were in the, the courting game, mm-hmm. the old hand size thing was just, like, the automatic. Like, if you had a girl, when a girl's like, you've got big hands, let me see. That's, like, when you knew, like, okay. Yeah, she's. She's into you. Yeah. Yeah. You tell them, you know. Do like, the old hand trick. You And then you tell them, you know, uh. What's the phrase? 
<laughs> you know what they say no. about people with big hands. Gosh, dang it. Big I know. gloves. Complete, big gloves. Completely blank. Big mitts is what they say. <laughs> I knew you are going with it. That was fun. That's good stuff. Text on into the Thornton's text line. We're going to end our one right here, and we're going to head on over to the Thornton's text line. It's Kentucky basketball game day. They take on Germany. ba 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 basketball. Representing. Gimme, 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 because I'm going to dunk it. We'll be back for hour number two. Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio. Entertainer, child educator, Jam Master J. King of the Crossfader. He's the better of the best. Best believe he's the baddest. Perfect time to win a climbing. I'm a rhyming apparatus. A lot of guts. When he cuts, girls move their butts. His name is Jay. Here's the play. He must be nuts. And all the mix real quick. And I like to say he's not black, but he's fat. And his name is Jay. Over? You say over? I ain't heard no family. Welcome back for hour two of Kentucky Roll Call. Nothing is over until we decide it is. With Walker and Roush. We're just getting started, bro. Welcome back. Hour number two, Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. Keep the text coming in, 502-414-1450. We're not going to waste too much time heading on over to the Thornton's text line, but there may have been some other quick hitters that we've missed along the way. Anything we've missed along the way, Roush? We talked about the stupid baseball all-star game. Yeah, we did. We did. Uh, oh, man. <laughs> I, I... Any updates on uh, Bob Huggins? Ooh, actually, I do have a Pat Fitzgerald update. Oh, okay. Did you see that nobody else on staff is getting let go? Everybody else is staying? This makes me think, like, what a joke. Yeah, and the ba- the... Um... The meeting, I know Matt Zenith had some reports from the meeting, and essentially uh, the president, I think it was the pre- it was either the president or the AD, said, well, we didn't hear enough, we didn't have enough information when it initially came out. To like, we, we learned more, and two weeks wasn't enough. Um, but, uh, yeah, yeah. You have a culture of hazing and all this terrible stuff going on, borderline racism. I mean, if it's true, not really so much borderline, but, you know, bad stuff. Bad stuff all around. And it's this bad culture. You don't fire the head coach. You suspend him two weeks. Then you do, but then everybody else can stay and everything else can just keep going business as normal. It makes no sense. I mean, it really doesn't make any sense. If things are so bad there, you well, needed to tell everybody to hit the frickin' road. And I like, too, now there's faculty members saying, wait, wait, we don't think you should do the stadium renovation, the $800 million thing, until mm-hmm. this is cleaned up. We know it's cleaned up. It's like, oh, that'll really get somebody good to come in here and fix it. <laughs> and that is, they, they were going to build this unbelievable look, in the, and they already have an awesome practice facility at Northwestern. But they were going to build this new football stadium that I think like only would hold 30,000, 35,000 people. It looked like the Roman Coliseum, but it was also going to include a bunch of school buildings and offices and maybe even dorms or something along those lines. It was going to be a multi-use building, but it looked really, really cool from the renderings. And Roush is right. They're now saying, eh, maybe we don't, maybe we put a hold on that. Maybe we, we reconsider where we're going to go with this. 
which is just like even more devastating to Northwestern football. Not that you have a ton of Northwestern football fans outside of the Darren Rovells of the world, but it's a messy situation that only seems to get messier when you say that you've got this horrible culture of hazing and bullying and racism. And then you're just like, all right, the head coach who we weren't initially going to fire. Oh, he's going to get all of his money, too. We'll get rid of him, and then everybody else can stay. It, ma- do- it makes zero sense. He's it's doing really- like $56 million or something like that. He's going to get it. Oh, that'd be sweet. I'd love to get $56 million and not do anything. Yeah. Um, man. I've been informed of some of uh, our friend Andy Sweeney's uh, TJ Capers takes, and my God, they're doozies. Go on. They are TJ Capers, the linebacker for that committed to U of L, and then yesterday, while on air, we found out that he's going to reclassify and be which, on U of L's team this year. Highest rated linebacker commit in the history of U of L football. Which it's good news for the Cards, right? Like you don't have to worry about your, you don't have to spend all summer doing the Ruben Owens thing. Think you're worried about. And I would still just say, like he can transfer after this year. Oh like, yeah, just he as totally much as can. Ruben Owens could have, you know, de- did decommit, and everybody saw that one coming. TJ Capers could transfer again, but you you oh. feel good about him being a U of L Cardinal, Cardinal, and playing well, his career at U of L. So Cardinal, I, I think the the rational thought is good. You know, you get a player, one of your highest ranked recruits ever, to make you a you have a top twenty five recruiting class like that. That's good. Um, but what's he going to do on the field next year? Your linebackers in front of him, they'll probably get hurt. He'll play a little bit, but like. This guy isn't an impact day one playmaker. I mean, admit, uh, admittedly, just think about this. If you're U of L and you have high expectations for this season, as they do, and and understandably and rightfully so, and especially with Brom coming in, would you want somebody that's supposed to be in high school going and tackling a 23 year old? Well, Sweeney says it's now eight and four is a failure, ten and two are bust, and. It's like, I did. I did see that take. Uh, I didn't get to listen to any of their show, so I didn't know if you were talking about something. That uh, they no, said. I just, just saw just, the tweets, and it was like, man, like, what have I told you? Like, I, the, it's just I, I don't know how you can use that as any sort of logical, like, as a football watcher, how you can think that. Like, if you, <laughs> I, I mean, that's like saying the Bengals. No, that's not. It's even a bad comparison. Who was a, um. Who's a borderline playoff team last year? The Packers. Okay. So <laughs> let's say the Packers. The Steelers. Let's say the Packers. Yeah, the Steelers. <laughs> Are the Steelers going to go from playoff team to Super Bowl contender? Borderline playoff team to Super Bowl contender because they got a, a linebacker in the third round last year. Uh, yeah. That'll be like a second string guy who might play a little bit. The NFL's different, though, Ralph. Yeah, I do feel like it's a little apples to oranges comparison. But to answer your question, no. But like, you're you're not you're not dra- you're not bringing a, a guy in to be a starter, and it's an off ball linebacker. Like this isn't the days of Brian Urlacher coming in, or like hell, even Christian Alt when they had the tackling machines that were getting 120 tackles at a time. This is a guy who's going to play special teams, probably red shirt. And they'll probably have to take the red shirt off because somebody's going to get injured. But, like, no, to completely raise the – think you're going to win more games in a season, in a college football season, because you got some kid from high school. Like, he's a good player, and that was a good move for U of L to make. But, like, to act like all of a sudden they're going to be – no, all of their moves to inflate their expectations already happened in the transfer portal. Mm-hmm. You can say this about a transfer portal player. You can't say this about a kid who reclassed – that's going to be, you know, what, the 128th ranked player in the country as a linebacker? 
overall, your sentiment, I agree with. And I think a, a, a way to kind of piece it all together is a, a high school player coming in, even one highly as rated as he is, is not a two-win difference maker in a college football o- season. Only and and that at its surface a, is kind of ludicrous. Only if they're a quarterback, and like that's still risky as hell because, you know, they're a dumbass high school quarterback, right? He's coming yeah. in as a true freshman. Like, there's a lot. Really, to I don't think there's a high school player in the country that would make a college football team's win total go up two wins. Yeah, and the only I one mean, would be a quarterback. But then again, if you have somebody that just finished their junior year of high school and they come in to a Power Five conference to be the quarterback, yeah, that shouldn't change two wins for me. I mean, maybe if your like expectation was to go one and eleven, and now you may go right, three right. and nine yeah. or something like that. Like if you like were that. like fringe bowl team, to think you're going to be a seven or eight win. Team. But to to stick up for Sweeney, I think the sentiment of Satterfield's gone, and he was Mister Mediocre. He's gone. So if Brom comes in and he goes seven and five or eight and four, that's with this schedule mediocre. Now, where I would differ from Sweeney is not saying that TJ Capers coming in changes yeah. the expectations drastically. I would just have that under the over overall expectations of the Brom era and what you're getting from a coach that turned Purdue into a competitor, put them in the Big Ten championship game. And if you wanted to keep going seven and five, six and six, maybe even eight and four, you could have done that with Satterfield. You got rid of him, or he left, but you wanted to get rid of him, and you brought in somebody that you've wanted for a long time. It should be no more mediocre seasons. I th- overall, that sentiment I do agree with, but it's not because of TJ freaking Capers. It's yeah. not because you're bringing in somebody that should be going to senior prom in a couple of months. And I, I'm with you. Um, Year. The only part where I would slightly differ is just that, like, I think 8-4 and four is a good season. With the Especially, UFL schedule, I think 8-4 and four is a season that you wouldn't get mad about, but I do think if you're losing four games, you're probably – one of those four games, you're probably feeling like you should have won. Yeah, it's just you have to – That's losing well, all the – that's losing basically every one of your toss-up games. You have to – Toss-up. Um, using air quotes around that, and a lot of it's in the eight wins. Like, who are the eight wins? Like, beating you got to beat somebody you weren't supposed to beat. And Louisville's won eight games in a season once. They they did it once under Satterfield, and that was a bowl game. So let's not count that. So Lamar's Heisman, the, no, Lamar's last year was the last time they won eight games. And, and, I, think, won, and I think that's like, Sweeney's point: is that like the mediocre's gone, move past mediocre. Well, but also. Lamar Jackson's last year, you only won eight games. So, like, you have to think about that, too, as who you are as a Louisville football program. That's a good point. Like, I know that's the schedule. A, that's a good point. I know the schedule is easy. This isn't Big East football anymore. Right, exactly. Like, you are expecting somebody to come in in year one and win nine, ten games. Although the ACC kind of stinks. I mean, the ACC does stink. It's getting more towards Big East level. But your last year with Lamar Jackson, you won eight regular season games. The year prior, you won nine regular season games. That's your peak. In the ACC is nine games. When they they won nine, certainly they beat UK that year, right? No, no, no. What? No, no, they didn't. No. Weird. Weird. But really, if they they go eight and four and one of those eight wins is Miami, Kentucky, or Notre Dame, Louisville fans will be happy. And they should be. Yeah, I agree. That's a good year. Again, eight and four, you're not going to get mad about that whatsoever. But it probably does mean you're losing to Kentucky, Miami, Notre Dame, and then either Pittsburgh or NC State. I do think seven and five would be a season that you'd be like, all right, this wasn't really what we were hoping for. 
That being said, there the the seat is ice cold for Brom. Oh, well, he, also, he could probably have three seasons of seven and five before people would start being like, okay, I thought other, it was going to be a little better. Than I this. still don't think they would. The you, other, don't, you don't think? I think no. then they'd be like, all right, we need to start seeing something a little better. Yeah, but, but they wanted Brom for so long. I think he puts up three straight seven and five. They're, they're, he won't even get discussed. It but, also could be the difference of like, how are they looking in seven and five? True. Are they putting up a lot of points? Well, see, are they slinging see, it around? Is that it fun? is the biggest thing. Is Louisville fans just love points? They do. They just love points. They didn't give damn that Charlie Strong had him winning 12 games and playing defense. It was, well, we're not scoring enough. Like, that's that's how they roll, mm-hmm. right? That's what – so, like, if you score points, you win seven or eight games, they'll be happy, be very happy. Just give them points. Just don't – just Kentucky keep winning. I, mean, I don't care <laughs> oh, what UL does. So UL can go 11-1 for all I care. Just going to make him <laughs> – Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's, a, that's a tough that's a tough. And, and the part that just annoys me is – He's Sweeney has designated himself as the gatekeeper of expectations for a fan base locally here. And it's like expectations don't define fandom. That like I, I just think that's a very boring and like asinine way to like try to put everything in a nice cozy box. When it's like, no, that's not how it's not how this works. My expectations for Kentucky the next three days have nothing to, they are not predicated on win losses whatsoever. At all. I do does DJ Wagner look like a badass? Yes. All right. Does Dresden Edwards look like a badass? Yes. All right. I'm pretty happy. I do want to like I, that. Is like a, a two hour show. We're probably not going to get into it, but I, I would like. What if they went 0 and 4? Could could we be mad about that? Could it change our expectations for this season? I don't know. You got to think about it. Six months from now, they're still they're going to be just around halfway through their regular season. Think how much better they should be from today to a half of a year from now, which would put them into January. They should be significantly better. So that being said, like even if it was a worst case scenario and they go out and they don't look all that great, you could, if you wanted to, you could spin and be like, well, that's not the end of the world. That being said, if they go out there and dominate, people are probably going to be a little over the top with their with their takes and expectations. Uh, point being, we're so far out. Lot's going to change over the course of seven. I mean, it's going to be three months before they even get like before we even turn back up the basketball meter again, right? Which right. is kind of crazy to think about. It it also last year just kind of I don't want to say soured me on, but like I, I'm having a difficult time putting value, placing value on this, like what it actually means versus this is going to be just like let's let's try to enjoy it and, because. The types of players that are going to be out there, the style in which they're playing, is going to just look different. Mm-hmm. So uh, th- that that part is exciting. What if Antonio Reeves goes one to sixteen today? Get them, get them all out of the system. <laughs> get, them, get them all, get all the bad shots out. Keep them in Canada. Uh, Scoots, did you see the picture of the icon of the seas, the cruise ship that's five times bigger and heavier than the Titanic? Uh, have they been leaking these for a while now? Because I think so. It went viral like two days ago. Hmm. This picture. But, but Icon I, of the seas. There was a thing that came out last week. I saw it. It's just the latest picture looks even more like a bigger monstrosity. It's pretty huge. Would you go on that cruise ship? You're a cruise guy. I'm not a cruise guy. But, you love cruises. But we've discussed that I should be a cruise guy. So You're yeah. cruising for a bruising if you keep up uh, correcting me. I'll tell you that. <laughs> <Hey-o>. <laughs> I yeah I'd go on it sure it looks massive I everybody was like I'm out no way too much what if it tips over which it would be kind of scary if it tipped over it looks top heavy there's no ifs ands or buts about that I think it looks fun 
it's very colorful. I think the concept of a cruise is great. I've been on my, cruises. My my big thing is I've done mostly like medium, smaller size cruise ships, and I would just prefer that. Yeah, you know, just from like a crowd standpoint, um, getting around. Like, this one would be so big. It, you know, you could probably make it as isolated as you'd want. I'd imagine. Yeah, it, it, it's more so of a. If I want to enjoy this specific thing, how much of a pain in the ass is it going for me, going to be for me to get there, right? Like where a lot of them, you have like on a lot of cruise ships, it's like oh, you've got your one pool deck, and then you've mm-hmm. got your like you've just got your couple recreational areas, and this one it looks like there's. I mean, they have an entire water park on the top deck. Just like, I mean, multiple slides. Looks like they got a basketball court. They've got a drop down slide, dude. Just wa- where the floor falls. Water out. slides on cruise ships are amazing. <laughs> I-, I will. I went on a cruise ship once where, like, the water slide went over the edge and, like, came back in. It was a tunnel, so, like, you couldn't get out of it even if you wanted to. But that's kind of scary. Kind of cool. They got 20 floors, 40 bar scoots, 16 pools, and jacuzzis. Jeez. They got eight neighborhoods in the boat. (laughs) Neighborhoods? Like, different sections of, like, living spaces. Is that, is that what they call them? Neighborhoods? they, They usually don't, but I bet they might to make it feel a little bit... More homely. No, and I'm getting a, like a side angle of this bad boy. This is unbelievable. It is huge. I mean, that is unbelievable. Just imagine if you could bring Napoleon back to life and just let him look at that cruise ship. Be like, no, that that, that floats. It works. What's what's just more, any just any old person? What's more amazing to you all? Fact that a boat like that can float, or a plane as big as they are can fly? Oh, that's a great question. And it is a Wednesday. It so is. This a is the time to have these conversations. Yeah. Because I'm all for me, it's always Planes. been plain for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, when you look at that boat, it's like, how can that thing just sit on top of water? You know? Yeah. I, can, I mean, I understand buoyancy and all that, but it's just. Well, it, can I don't? Can you explain it to me? Another uh, time. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get to the Thornton's text line five zero two four one four. 1450. We didn't finish up yesterday, but we didn't have too far to go. A texter says, I agree with Big Cat that we need to replace the kids in the outfield during the home run derby with drunk college fraternity dudes. Instant comedy. I didn't hear Big Cat say that. That's a genius idea. No wonder he gets paid the big bucks. That would be so funny. Get like (laughs) wherever the. So it was in Seattle. like ripping pukes in the outfield. (laughs) Go get like three fraternities from Washington and be like, hey, you guys got selected to go catch the home run balls. And let them also try to steal home run balls. Like you can go over the fence and grab them as well. And first off, there'd be like probably fights. People would fight over balls. They'd be like, "I got a fly ball," and somebody come running in and oh, nail them and drill. Oh, oh it'd be amazing. I, Big Cat, that's a genius idea. I'm all have, for that. You'd have random coeds just making out by the foul pole because they're hammered. Well, I think it's just guys. No, you got to make it co-ed. both sexes. Yeah, coed for sure. Is there any way that you could get like that? Would I actually like that? I like that too, Scoots. Yeah, like just. Not even, but watching like a drunk girl like trip and fall down and start crying, <laughs> you know? Yeah, but I, it wouldn't be as funny if like a girl took a foul ball or like took a ball to the face. Or if a guy did it. <laughs> Fair. Kirby says, co-sign on The Americans, phenomenal TV show that actually has a very strong series ending, which is not as common as it should be. See, oh, gosh. And the ending, too, even the whole season, like the final season, you're just on pins and needles because... The walls are starting to close in on these people. It's just such good See, drama. That, that's one of those shows that, like, I, like the premise always, yeah, the sound, but I never got into it. So may, maybe that'll be the next, uh, the next show we watch. Highly recommend the Americans, and it's all over, so you can binge it, right, you can right. fly through it. I, I would say like there's some slow episodes, but not in the regards of like 
Breaking Bad has some slow episodes. episodes. Better Call Saul has some has some slow episodes, but comparatively, The Americans maybe one, but not really. Like every episode is pretty action packed. It's good, good show. Big fan of it. Hey TJ, since you're on TV for a minute. Uh, while we were talking TV, I watched Jury Duty in full. Very good. I've had a Jury Duty twice where I was a foreman once. A great show. I hope they can do something great in season two. Have a great day, guys. That is a great show. Jury Duty, also a great show. I have not been selected for Jury Duty. What's a foreman? You're like running the show. Oh, you're the head jury. You're like, yeah, you're the one that's communicating with the judge. Mm -hmm. Nice. Head on, Joe. You're the one that reads the verdict and whatnot. Texter, did you do, was any any cool cases? The Scran Strangler? I'm up to my neck in casework. Did you say Hoosier Pleasure Land or choose your Pleasure Land? What Pleasure Land would you choose? I would choose Hoosier Pleasure Land. What is Hoosier Pleasure Land? Uh, that feeling you get when Indiana wins. Oh, which so it doesn't happen yeah. very often. Hoosier Pleasure. What some the, say some say it doesn't exist. Can you describe the feeling? Um, no, no, I can't. Some say it's more than a feeling. <laughs> a texture says, if Hugh Freeze can keep getting jobs, so can Pat Fitzgerald. Totally agree. Yeah. I mean, this is... <laughs> you laugh, Scoots, but... It, it'll probably be a while, though, before he gets one. Because they're going to have... He, he's going to be duking it out legally to get his name kind of cleared. He can get his money, which I'm pretty sure he's going to get. But if I'm Pat Fitzgerald, I'm going to be like... Prove what I knew. Show me the proof that I knew this stuff was going on. Now, that being said, it'd be a little naive to think that he may not have an idea this stuff's going on. I imagine he probably does know that maybe a good chunk of it's going on, just like the the day-to-day, as Roush would say, ball-busting of the freshmen. You know, like mm-hmm. I'm sure coaches are aware that some of that stuff goes on, although they may not know the exact details of who's bu- Who's, you know, got But if I was Pat Fitzgerald, it'd be like, Point to me where somebody came to me with an issue, and I, I, I turned them away, told them no. Otherwise, if, unless they can prove that, if I'm another school that wants – thing is, like, how sexy is Pat Fitzgerald as a coach? Did a lot of good things at Northwestern, but, again, only had one season in his last four over three wins. That's not good. I wouldn't want that. But he'll probably go to Alabama. <laughs> he'll, do the, he'll do the redemption tour with Saban. Get, a good get cleansed, yeah. and then he'll he'll be ready to go on his merry the, way. The one thing that's also um, just fascinating to watch too from the just what pool of candidates they draw because so late in the game though. Re, well, that part, and also there's a um, there's a type that these schools typically have, and it's power five coordinator. That's at least been the trend as of late, but. That would like Northwestern is in the Big Ten, and now Big Ten and SEC jobs. They just they've got more, they've got more to them, right? Like there's a lot more traction to them. It's more of a power two instead of a power five, mm-hmm. if you will. So, yeah, I'm I'm fascinated to see how that unfolds, and if they'll even try to get a new guy now, or if they'll just do an interim tag for a year. And what would you, what would, what would you do? You're this goober AD at Northwestern. You've mishandled this every step of the way. Can you mishandle it one more time? What are you doing? I think you named the defense. Like they, I think they were going to name the defensive coordinator the interim. Mm-hmm. He's been there for a while. You give it a swing, and you see what kind of – like you try kicking the tires. Um, because in theory, 
The problem is, is just the new guy can't hire. I mean, he can't hire a new staff. Can't hire a new staff. Yeah, so I think you got to just ride it out for a year, which is. I think that's what you got to do, but the emphasis would be on keep these guys here. Like, keep as many of them here, build a wall around the football facility, haze them if they decide to leave, really bully them, make their life hell. And then in all seriousness, so that would be the big concern is like, all right, we're going to do an interim because it's really the only thing we can do. Maybe pick the most likable coach in in the facility to be the interim. I know you said that they're going to go defensive coordinator, but get whatever can keep everybody there until you can get the new coach in December and then let them. And then if you have a mass exodus, whatever, it's going to be a complete rebuild. Regardless, there's no scenario where like Northwestern is going to be able to come out ahead and all this stuff. It's going to be a mess. Yeah. For for a good bit. Right. Uh and it's just I mean, I certainly don't care. It's Northwestern. They're they're kind of meaningless. Wish they were in the Big Ten East. In the grand scheme of things. Is IU in the Big Ten East? We are. Yeah. It must be like right where the line is, right? Yeah. Well, because Purdue's Purdue, in the West. Purdue's yeah. in the West, yeah. Purdue's in the West? Yeah. Oh wow. <laughs> <laughs> and Michigan State's in the East, so and that one makes sense. And Michigan. That one makes sense. But is Bloomington further? I guess it is a little further east than West Lafayette. Yeah, but not much. Not much. No. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Uh, we'll 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 see what they decide to do. But they've they've botched it. Uh, I did think it was strange. Like talking about the Nick Saban redemption tour. Did you find it surprising that he brought in Bob Huggins on staff? <laughs> a texter on the Thornton's text line says nothing more embarrassing than accidentally ripping ass during the cats testing back in the eighth grade. No, um, I shared that story before. M- much more embarrassing ripping it during the 9-11 memorial service. <laughs> was, My best that. ACT score I ever, uh, ever had, I took it at Trinity and just had to go to the bathroom in ways that I won't detail on the show, rushed through the test as quickly as I could, went and blew up a Trinity bathroom in a sense of a – Number two, not right. in a little, you know, don't yeah. need any feds on me or anything like that. You need like the one guy. That one guy tweeted. tweeted out that thing. He got in trouble for that. I think he lost yeah. his job. Uh, I mean, it in, isn't that a story of like somebody at a Walmart, like getting the cops called on them because they were talking to a coworker and they're like, I'm going to go blow up the bathroom. <laughs> and another coworker overheard and didn't know. There's, there is some sort of story like that. But anyways, got my best ACT score that day. Just rushing through and not really paying attention to all of it. Not sure what the lesson is there, but uh, just a story all the <laughs> maybe same. Maybe you should have gone to Trinity. There's maybe, the lesson. Maybe so. South Alamos did go to Trinity. Happy that I didn't, all things considered, but it would have been fine. Trinity's a good school. South and Josh here. A blackout against Murray State on a Thursday night. Mickey Mouse stuff from a gimmick program and a gimmick athletic program. Bring it, South End, Josh. Love Wait, it. Are they really doing that? They are 100% oh my God. doing no. a play. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> and they fired the guy. Remember they fired the guy who was a UK fan that read in their promotions or whatever? When they found out he was a UK fan. Yeah, he, he like six years ago, had an L's down picture and U of L fans were like, get him out. We found the rat. This I mean, is the guy that's been that, doing every sin and everything. That guy isn't Jones. dumb enough to do a freaking blackout in the home opener. You don't do that <sighs> for the home opener. People just show up for the home opener. It's the home freaking opener. Why are you doing a gimmick? That is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. It's really, it's really silly. Yeah, it's not. It's not good. They have themes. They have themes for like a bunch of different games already all lined up. 
Uh, my buddy sent this is this is a stupid one if I can pull it up in time, but the internet's so bad from time to time. Uh, they're doing the blackout for the Murray State game. They're doing like a glow out. That one sounds sweet. Did you hear about this? Yeah, we talked about it on Rutherford on Monday. It's yeah. not sweet. What is it? Like highlighter clothes? Yeah, I mean, basically clothes. they just seemed like everything was going to be glowing neon. Which, in in theory, it sounds awesome. Yeah, but like you don't have neon U of L attire, you know. Like you wear your they might you wear your paraphernalia to the game, not your your glow, glow game. Here's what they described it as: Thursday, November 9th, first Virginia. The Cards will debut a special theme uniform for this Thursday night game against the Cavaliers. Fans should expect unique, fun glow in the dark and LED light effects throughout the game. So it's like they're doing a rave. They're doing a rave for a game. They're encouraging people to do LSD at their games. <laughs> I mean, if there was ever a game you were going to do it, that's the game. Virginia, I mean, you'd have to, to have to watch Virginia Athletics. I would say as a college student, that'd be kind of fun. Although November 9th, like, it's not like people are going to be able to wear... They're going to be, like, in hoodies. If you're on LSD, it won't matter. Like, you might be naked. If you're going to do a glow game, you're going to want, you know, people like having glow sticks and wearing like the neon paint on their body. And you know the scene from the movies. Yeah, from the movies. <laughs> mm-hmm. But now it's just going to be like people are going to be cold. <laughs> you're going to get any, everybody over 25 is just going to be like, nah, nah, nah. May buy some glow sticks in the, like on the way in, but uh, I'm just going to wear normal clothes for this one. U of L. Gimmicky is all gimmicky. Good text out then, Josh. Let's take our last break. We'll come back. We'll finish up the Thornton's text line. It's a Wednesday game day edition of Kentucky Roll Call. Team USA represented by the Kentucky Wildcats play at 1.30 today. I'm pumped. We are just five hours away from tip-off. This is KRC on Big X Sports Radio. I got flavor and all those things you know. Yeah, boy, part two bum rush the show. Yo, Griff. Get the green, black, and red in. Gold down, count down to Armageddon. 88 to 8, the S1s will put the left in effect, and I still will. Rock the hard jams, treat it like a seminar. Reach the bourgeois and rock the boulevard. Some say I'm negative, but then I'm positive. What do I got to give? Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. Welcome back. One final segment, Kentucky Roll Call. Do you think we're a little excited for sports in the summer or what? (laughs) (laughs) We've been deprived. We're ready for it. Welcome back. One final segment, Kentucky Roll Call. No better way to watch the Caps represent our great country today than if you have some wildly addictive chips from Salsaritas in front of you while they dominate the Germans. The only way to watch a good German beatdown is with a nice Salsaritas burrito. Get a quesadilla. I went there yesterday, by the way, and the place was packed, but they moved through that line so quickly. It's impressive. Blue Powerade was on point. I had an appraisal in the area, so I was kind of either eat alone in my car I was like, oh, it's a nice day. I'll just go on the covered patio. So eight on the covered patio yesterday out at Salsaritas, the St. Matthews location. They've got another location in Middletown. It's good. It's really, really good. Check them out today. Download the app. Save you time. Save you money. Nick Rash wanted to talk a little bit about Georgia. Are you yeah. going to speed through this segment? Um, oh. 
It actually isn't having anything to do with speed, though. Oh. Yeah, we're not. We're not doing the Fast and Furious Georgia. Oh. This is the um, uh, sexual misconduct. Oh, that's not as version fun. of Georgia. Not yeah, not, not as, as fun not, to joke not, around. Not as fun. Uh, Georgia sent a nine-page cease and desist letter yesterday to the Atlanta Journal Constitution. Let's just say Kirby Smart, not a big fan of journalism. Um, not a big fan of the AJC. Um, when talking with people who cover Georgia. He is by far the most restrictive of all of the SEC coaches with their policies there. Um, and they even have a law where they have a huge waiting period on Freedom of Information Act requests, specifically for athletics teams. It's longer than any other part of the state. Just, just check the football program. But in this instance, Georgia might have something here. They might actually have a little bit of a – reason they might have something to this request because in the article the author states that there were 11 instances in which player was accused of sexual assault um, but remained on the team or and then they only detailed three instances and then three of those instances one like one guy got kicked off the team Mm -hmm. and the other one I don't think he ever played again so like so like well, the three times you mentioned, like Georgia kind of did what they were supposed to do, mm-hmm. right? Like they suspended him, let the process play out, did the fact finding, um, and Georgia's like you can't. They're they're very mad about the the title. They want the title retracted. It was uh, when Georgia players are accused. Georgia rallies around sexual uh, those accused of sexual assault. They don't like that title, and they also are like, well, if you have these other eight guys, please share it. We, we would like to know. Um, and all of this is happening. I mean, Kirby called a press conference. They had their AD there. All of this is happening before SEC media days. And Oh, boy. That's, yeah. That, that's just, that's going to be, it was already going to be a big deal. And now Kirby is coming out on the, it's the counteroffensive. So. So who are you on the side of Georgia in this instance? Kind of sounds like it. I'm, I'm really kind of just fascinated to watch like to see what happens i'm more so like i i think this is just a part of the overall big picture problems they're dealing with off the field because really what it comes down to kirby he needs to be more transparent about his discipline he's not at all i with all of this between that the car stuff like i know a lot of programs are like we're going to handle it in-house well that isn't working obviously but do you feel like UK needs to be more transparent with when their players get in trouble? Because there's been plenty of instances of that at Kentucky. And we never heard. Well, you know, well, who was the first player that got in that accident, like Stoops' first or second year, the defensive back? Uh, Ashley Lowry. Ashley Lowry. Yeah. Remember, they just like didn't even, they wouldn't even comment on yeah, that. And then yeah. the next year, boom, he was Kinda there. Went away. Yeah. 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 Um, my thing is, is like, from, if it's just one, like, it's just one thing. It's when you get the plethora of problems. It's when there's a plurality, mm-hmm. right? Like Kentucky, it's you had um, they eventually commented on that, and Stoops was very on much on the offensive when it came to the fraternity fight. But when it comes to DUIs, like I, I get where you're not going to comment on the discipline that you're making these kids go through. And it's usually one game, and then they do their other stuff, and they do alcohol related courses or whatever it might be. So like that, that's kind of where I'm at. If it was just Another problem is too is like they actually had their racing result in the death of somebody and multiple people. 
Very sad situation yeah, there. Like, yeah. So it's just. It's tough. It's, it's tough right now. And it's going to end up producing fireworks next week at oh, SEC Media sure. Days, which one week from today will be Kentucky's Day. Uh, Octavius Oxen. We didn't even mention this yesterday. Octavius Oxen, Dan. J.J. Weaver and E.L. Cox, a couple of Kentucky kids going to be representing UK down there next week in Nashville. It'll be a good time. A lot of news coming out of that and just another sign that we're getting closer to football season. But thankfully, we got a little basketball to help carry the torch. A texter on the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. It's our good friend Kirby. Hey, Kirby. Says, FYI, some nerd on Twitter that covers Arkansas sports, ranked basketball coaches in the SEC, and had Cal fit. Absolutely crazy to me, the disrespect my guy gets. And it's all because of an irrational part of our fan base that helps capitulate the that take. If you don't know, it's us versus everybody. Back our guy. Stop being in the moment clowns driven by a Skip Bayless nerd that got cut out. Let's get a bucket today, boys. And Kirby, what I tell you is let's not get so worked up about some random dude's list of SEC coaches. Yeah. Not that I totally disagree with somebody that, you know, does everybody's coming after Kentucky when you've got so many of your own fan base that are willing to oblige. It's not a good look necessarily. That being said, winning cures everything. Kentucky hasn't been winning as much as they should, but who cares if some Arkansas dork ranks Calipari the be- the fifth best coach in the SEC. If all the coaches were released from their contract in the SEC and you had a draft, let's just say like you this is going to be your head coach for the next two seasons. You get two seasons of this coach, and then we're going to do another redraft. The number one pick would be John Calipari. Yeah. Be John Calipari because people would say, well, if we only have two seasons of this, we want somebody that's going to be able to put together an absolutely loaded team. And if Cal wasn't first, he'd be second. He wouldn't be fifth. No. Can guarantee you that. He wouldn't be fifth. Who would be your draft be? Like I don't I'd go Cal one. If it was like a two year stipulation, I'd take him over Oates and I'd take him over Musselman. I'd have Cal too. I'd take a uh Oates. You take Oates? Mm-hmm. I I think I'd take I would, Musselman I over Oates. yeah. I think I would go Cal, Musselman, Pearl, Oates. Interesting. Yeah, that's got, good. You got you can't forget Pearl. I mean even I, though I, he's a goober. Like, I would put Pearl over Oates too, and you can you can make this case for a pro Oates, but like, boy, they had it all kind of set up for him last year, yeah. and they lost to San Diego State. Not that Cal hasn't had some bad losses. I don't but even San know. San Diego what, State went to the championship. They went, yeah, sure. Just saying. Can you name one player besides Keyshad Johnson on that team from last year's San Diego State? I mean, I don't know. I'm not trying to put you on the spot, but my point is like, who cares? That San Diego State team wasn't that great. I was at that game. Their defense was awesome. Alabama got incredibly flustered. The crowd kind of turned against them as the one seed, and they just folded like a chair. But it's a good question. I mean, it's a good question. It it's such a different conversation than like 10 years ago in the SEC mm-hmm. where it'd be like, Cal or Billy Donovan, and then right. after that, yep. I guess maybe was Bruce Pearl still around there at that time, but just maybe at Tennessee, or was he already gone yeah, from Tennessee I, I at that point? I think he would have been at the beginning, yeah. Texter says on the Thornton's text line, and here we go. You go got hurt in a scrimmage yesterday. Time for those basketball bennies to get their rocks off to a small ball lineup. Uh, another texter says the Team <laughs> Africa that they scrimmaged yesterday was not the actual team. Well, who did they bring then? Like, did they bring extra people? How do you know that, Texter? Not saying that you're wrong. I'm just. I I'd also thought it'd be weird that you'd like play a team that you're going to play on Saturday. 
I know this is just for development purposes, all things across the board, but if you're going to keep score, you're going to want your team to win. But I did think the African team was going to maybe be UK's stiffest competition. And when I learned that this African team that they played yesterday, they routed by 20, that didn't seem really to line up. So we'll find out. All right, you're all's guesses. Which game will be the closest for UK out of the three? Germany, Canada, or Africa? Canada for me. I'm thinking today the Germans. I think Africa, even with the reports of yesterday. So we'll find out. Good. We're all across the board here. Wow. Um, one texture on the Thornton's text line says, Napoleon made a comeback from Elba. And uh, see, I, I, need an, I need a Napoleon podcast because it said, at the end of February 1815, he slipped away from Elba, landing on the Côte de Jour on March 1, had just 600 soldiers, and Paris was almost as many miles away. But the march that followed became epic. Man, just need to learn more about this guy. So, Can't uh, keep him down. Yeah, this is wild. Yeah, that's also wild. I, mean, I too, would like a podcast. Uh, Texer sends in some pictures of Valhalla. Valhalla update. Roof is off. Full steam ahead. World-class facility. So are they just renovating it, or are they building a whole new one? I don't know. I mean, they're, that, they're, that, they're renovating that one. That structure has been there. Okay. Because the pictures he sent a few months Man, ago. that does look like a new one. Of the inside, it looks like a whole new build. It does look like a new building. I could be mistaken. Looks pretty cool, though. It does look cool. Going to be awesome for the PGA Championship next May? Is it yep, May? next May. Uh, be here before you know it. That's going to be a fun way, month. You, you, British Open's got to be next week, right? Yeah, Scottish Open this weekend, British Open next. Some people like to play in the Scottish Open, give them a little taste of what the links are going to look like the following week. Some like to have the the extra break. But, uh, yeah, we'll get some the final major next weekend, and then golf's done. No more golf ever. Just kidding. You get plenty of fun events in August, and then you'll get the Ryder Cup soon enough. Ryder Cup season. People forget that. People do forget They're that. They're in Rome. Oh, Rome. Which is kind of cool. A texter. Oh, not a texter. The texter. It's John. John here. Good morning, everyone. Let's get this party started. It's game day, my friends. Okay, Wagner is obviously the MVP pick today, which I believe is true. However, today we will see big things out of Shepard, Justin Edwards, and who I think is a human highlight reel, Jordan Burks. Man, there is something special about Mr. Burks and this entire team. Guys, I'm so excited. We will be doing this awesome chant a lot this season. On a side note, it will be a big blow if you're going to miss a significant amount of time, but nothing but positive vibes. He'll be back soon. We'll got to go got to talk to you later. Not really a significant blow if he misses this entire week. I, mean, I don't think an ankle injury would keep him out come November or December. Right. But, John, I totally agree with you in regards to – oh, the fruit flies are back, folks. Oh, no. no. Mm-hmm. They're back. You shouldn't have eaten any fruit this morning. Nah, I've got my banana in here, and they're over all over this bad boy. I agree with you about Jordan Burks. I'm a really, I think he's going to be really fun. I don't know, like I, you know, I, I don't really know. Obviously, got to well, see it. But I just think if you got somebody that's six nine that can do the offensive things he can do, it's going to be somebody that's going to have to see some minutes. And if you got us really hurt, this could be a huge opportunity for him. I'm more so of Jordan Burks is either going to be really fun or just a disaster. Like I don't, I, I, I don't. I, you know, I'm like kind of going the in between. I think he'll do some nice things this season, but next year I'm going to get really excited about him. Well, Rouse. that means that he'll end up being awesome. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like I feel like it's just a big boomer bust kind of roll the dice. It's funny, Roush, because that's exactly how I feel about you, Gunna. That what? He's gonna that stink. he's either going to stink or he's going to be awesome. 
Jonathan Giovanni, he's fair. got uh, Uganda going like 23rd in the draft, so he thinks what? he's going to be more closer to awesome. Interesting. Yeah. A texter on the Thornton's text line. John, thanks for texting in. MVP for today. I will do that here in like six minutes. Yeah. A texter says, I thought Hoosier Pleasureland was the adult bookstore off the Veterans, Par- <laughs> Veterans Parkway exit. <laughs> That's a good one. I actually drove by there the other day. I don't think it's open anymore. Has anybody ever been in an adult bookstore? We, no. When we were in high school, we did um, a scavenger hunt, and that was one of um, the, that we created this list, and that was one of our things was to go into an adult bookstore, and it was um, had never been in one before, and it was it's what you'd imagine. Was it just the bookstore? Yeah. Or were there extracurriculars? Yeah, were there because the one because the one down the street, I've heard back when I was a kid, I heard that they did like peep shows in there too. Yeah, no, this was just uh, items, hmm. and it was it, your, my imagination. I thought I had a wild <laughs> one. It was not wild enough. So yeah, uh, that was that was something else. A texter on the Thornton text line five zero two four one four fourteen fifty says, "TJ, do you have any bullying memories that you look back and say, wow, that was really messed up?' Because I certainly do. In fourth grade, my best friend at the time." That jumped up on me. So he would make fun of this kid's pants, his breath, and other stuff that was totally unnecessary. Since he was my friend, I helped the bullying as a follower. However, I will never forget the teacher coming around giving out bullying forms. I knew I was about to get in so much trouble. Since that day, it really changed how I treated kids and the rest of my school existence. Didn't know if you had any stories that you remember. Uh, There's one that I was a part of that I'm not going to tell on radio, and I regret it to this day, and I absolutely hate that I did it. Uh, a more fun one was, and I've since, I mean, a long, long time ago, apologize. This was when I was in sixth grade. Um, but yeah, that one's not good. A more fun one was in seventh grade. We were having a boy-girl party at our house. Boy-girl parties, very exciting. Um, and that was when pantsing was a big thing. Yep. Pa- pants a guy who didn't have any shorts on under his sweatpants. <laughs> oh, wow. I felt really bad about that one. Wow. That's awesome. Uh, and then a good a friend of mine to this day that I'm I'm good friends with, we went to Kings Island and this was this was unintentional, although it was just like dumb. I mean, dumb more than anything. We were riding that ride at Kings Island, that's the one that's inside. Like the roller coaster that's inside, I forget the name of it. Really cool one. Um, but it's like dark and you go fast. And oh, all, the space one. Yeah, the space, yeah, the whatever one. Uh, we had been like eating Skittles and Starburst and whatever. And for whatever reason, I, I just like had to spit in the ride and it just got all over my buddy mm-hmm. behind me. And like we get out of the ride and he's just like covered in like Skittles, Starburst, spit on his shirt. He's like, Did you spit on me? And I denied it. I was like, it wasn't me, as I have, like, Skittles coming down my mouth and whatnot. <laughs> I was like, I swear it wasn't me. I felt really bad about that. But it wasn't intentional. I couldn't have purposely spit on him in the dark. It would have just been an insane trick shot. Uh, and then... Flight of Fear is the name of that. Thanks, Texter. What is Flight of Fear? That's that, the that roller coaster. That's not... The, they've changed it since then. No, that, that's, that's what it is. No, it wasn't always. Flight of Fear? Yeah. It's always been that? I'm pretty sure. Hmm. Don't know about that. Never been to Kings Island. What? No. I would just say I uh, I only bullied people that I was friendly with. Again, there was a couple times where people would pick on this one kid. And I'm like, I. I think that, that's how he, it starts. Is like you think that it's fun, but you don't really realize how the other person feels. Yeah, yeah. Well, and that was just our thing. We we put kids in garbage cans. It's fun. A lot of fun. Good queen. There's a Hey Arnold episode about that. I never knew that that was the thing people actually did. We never put anybody in garbage cans. Yeah, but it's like you didn't get like garbage all over. You know, like it was. 
it's not like we dumped them in there and all of a sudden they smelled like garbage the rest of the day. You know, mm-hmm. pick you'd help them out. Like ah, gotcha. <laughs> That's a great Hey Arnold episode. By the, the one, way. Uh, the other thing that we, we used to have a, a water cooler in the cafeteria. They took that away because uh, a few people might have dumped water on other people as they were going up the steps. Never did that, but that was funny. A texter says, TJ, to answer your question about what type of case I was on in jury duty, one was a civil case of removing the rights of a ward of state after he turned 18. Long story. The other one was an arson case. Both very interesting. Go Cats! The arson case sounds like it would be interesting, but the... Um, the ward of state, I feel like I'd be falling asleep during some of those. Which is also crazy that that would go all the way to jury trial. Yeah. Because most... You think the state would I just mean, be like five? overwhelming majority of cases don't go to jury. I had a buddy who had to work a murder trial once. Ooh. Any good stories? Uh, no, this was probably like eight or nine years ago, so I don't even remember the details at this point. But he was real excited. And I was excited for him. Texture says, who wouldn't want Nate Oates? Dude's been to Checks Notes. Two Sweet 16s at Alabama. <laughs> Weekend of May 19th for the Open. Got them, got them Sunday tickets. I got Thursday with the plan of I'm probably going to like know somebody that will be selling Friday or Saturday, and I'll go out maybe twice that week, one of those two days. I have no interest in going Sunday. Like If I, really? were, if I were presented free tickets, I'd probably go, but I want to watch at home. Like It's tough to keep up with the tournament when you're at the tournament. You can, and you'll have phones, and you'll know, but it's not like the golf. I want to watch at home on Sunday. And Will, will there be bigger – won't the environment – won't there be more juice in the air on Sunday, though? Yeah, there will oh, be. But for sure. There will be plenty of juice on there Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. When it was out here back in, like, 14, I think, 2014, that was one of the drunkest crowds I've ever seen in any sporting event. I compare it in people that were at Freedom Hall that day. When UK played Notre Dame – Cal's first game at Freedom Hall, that was an incredibly drunk crowd. But PGA Championship in 14, it was wild. Everybody was hammered. People were just like falling over in the grass. So the atmosphere is going to be good regardless. Now that you have to have have booze to have good atmospheres, we know that at the Krogue, that's not the case. Not this year, though, baby. Cranking it up to 10. Texture on the Thornton's text line. Important basketball question. Not enough time today, maybe tomorrow. (laughs) Oh, maybe tomorrow. <laughs> Remember when the libs of Portland made their own country in 2020 and called it Chaz? Is that the only country? <laughs> is that the only country UML basketball could beat? Thoughts? They could beat the Occupy Wall Street protesters back in the day. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> my brother always made a funny joke that those Occupy Wall Street people should occupy a shower. <laughs> oh, speaking of politics. I like Rand Paul, and I appreciate what he did during the pandemic. But what he said yesterday was just one of the dumbest things. He should yeah. he should walk that bad boy back as quickly and soon as possible. That was really dumb. Bad look for him. Really dumb. A texter says on the Thornton's text line, "Flight of fear." Yeah. How has Roush never been to Kings Island? That's a totally fair question. Man, yeah, we just um, had Kentucky Keenan passes. We do Holiday World once a year. Roush, you you really missed out because they took out Vortex that had six loops in it. That was like the staple of Kings Island. You never got to ride it. No, it's a big I never bummer. did. I've done uh, I've done Disney and Universal, but just never uh, never Kings Island for whatever reason. Texture says you'll never get to see the winning the winning 
on 18 putt on Thursday. The winning putt on 18, I think, is what you meant to say. On Thursday, no, I will not, but you're going to either just be posted up in one spot and you're only going to get to see those shots at that specific spot or you're going to be walking around like a goober all on Sunday on your phone trying to keep up with which shot's which. I'm on my around. couch just watching the whole thing and it's presented to me on a platter. Walking around's the way to do it. For sure. That's another good question that we could spend more time on. Like, if you're going, I'm sure next May we will, but like, what's better? Just posting up, getting a spot, and just saying, hey, here's where I'm at, and I'm going to see everybody come to me, or am I going to be following a group jumping around? And 14, we jumped around. We didn't stay in a spot. We jumped around, and we were having fun, though. Um, like this hot take on Vortex scoots. I, I don't think so. I, I mean, that's my favorite roller coaster of all time. But then he comes back and says, again, the Beast is the staple. I can't ride the Beast. I love the beast. The beast, it's, the it's beast, fun. Sucks. The beast, but it's it's wooden. It sucks. Let's just be honest about the beast. You get off with back problems. Yeah, that, that coaster sucks. You're like an owl. Your head's just turned around when you get off. That. At least they got Your rid neck of is all messed up. At least they got rid of son of the beast because that one was real rough. Feels good. They got rid of it. That I think one, so. That one sucked too. I could be wrong, but I think same they with got the rid Raven at Holiday World. No yeah, offense. Like sucks. the wooden coasters, they've too they've, old for they've, that. they've had their time, unfortunately. Yeah. Okay, this is fun to get to do this in July. Predictions, MVP, wow. Scooter Dingus. I am going to go Cats by 18, and I will take Adutiero. Interesting, interesting. Love the Adutiero pick. Roush, go ahead. I'm, um, I'm going to keep it simple. It's stupid. <laughs> We're going to run the court. going to watch DJ Wagner go up and down, dunking on fools, and the Cats are going to win 79-70. to 70. Okay. Nine-point win for the Wildcats. Who's your MVP? DJ Wagner. Okay. I also was going to have UK win by nine. Um, I'll go UK win by eight. Really squeeze you there, buddy. Um, UK by eight, and I'll take the MVP. I'll just say Reeves as a veteran. Scores a lot of points. Seems like an easy one to go with. Yep, so, yep. All right. Enjoy it. One thirty today. and we'll CBS plenty, Sports Network. We'll have plenty to talk about tomorrow. It's we'll get to preview so the fun. game, yes. and then we'll get something to talk about on Friday. It's going to be a fun week of Kentucky Roll Call. Thanks, everybody, who texted in on the show today. This was a lot of fun. We'll see you tomorrow. Go Cats. Go USA. Woo! USA. USA. You got the body. Rock it, don't stop it. You gotta rock it, don't stop. Keep ticking and talking, work it all.